0: go. Well, it is uh, obviously Mother's Day, so I'm going to do my best to uh, let you out uh, at a decent time. And I also want to uh, reference that You know, today, Mother's Day, every Mother's Day is a very special time for us and our family because it's the anniversary of not only when we first came here, but when uh, we became the pastors here. So 43 years ago, we came and sat right over there, first time ever on Mother's Day. And um, then 36 years ago, elected as pastor. So I just want to always give thanks to the Lord For that, Um, let's go to Proverbs chapter 20, verse 30, and uh, we will read that here in just a couple of minutes. Fair warning to Scott, I'm going to be moving around a little bit. I'm going to go down there. Not downstairs, but down on the altar area so I can keep an eye on David. Uh, um, As Monica referenced earlier about Hebron, there are so many principles and so many factors that are there that have great significance for us, Um, and it has become increasingly aware that uh, this point of going to the place that God has ordained, which has spiritual significance, and having an in-gathering is, uh, uh, according to God's direction, is the way he does things. Uh, The day of Pentecost is a great example, the birth of the church, where everybody who was commanded by the Lord came together, and they were in supplication agreement, and they were in one accord, and when that happened in God's timing, the Spirit came, and the Father did what he wanted to do, and you know, Hebron was a very important place because, of course, of the spiritual holdings there which cannot be underestimated but because when you're in agreement with the father in his place in his timing and you have a cord there that's the way god moves i mean we don't often remember and we should that when uh, that the plains of mamre were in hebron basically and the bible says that and that's where god came together with the angels and met with abram and not only talk to them about the fact that the breakthrough of their childbearing was upon them, and but also from that point, judgment was released against wicked cities, Sodom and Gomorrah. And there was a deliberation between Abram, all those peradventures that were exchanged in King James uh, at this place, and if you look at it, a plains of Mamre, you'll say, which is in Hebron? It's very clear there. But the, 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 ga- the gathering together of God with his covenant glory representative is a, a Hebron vitality. And I, I really believe that we are living that as saints. This whole time of breakthrough, we're going to see point after point after point where God establishes a point of gathering together. And then there is going to be a dispelling of the curse and a welcoming of kingship. You know, a good title for this message probably would be kingship or cursing. And that's always what is supposed to happen. When the people first came into the, the spies were first sent out, amazingly, they went to this place. And then they came back and said, you know, we're like grasshoppers the the, the people that live there are dynamic i mean they're huge they are they are favored they have blessing upon them they're of great statue stature we're of where's grasshoppers and you should see the fruit they brought back a a, i i don't know what you would call it a cluster of grapes that were the grapes were huge and the people instead of saying this is ours They said, we can't do it. Um, It it reminds me of when Philip was sent by the Spirit, and he confronted Simon the sorcerer, someone who was sourcing a deposit of the glory, and he was utilizing it to work miracles. The Bible says that. It wasn't some bait-and-switch thing. It was miracles. And the people said, this man is the great wonder of God. And, you know, but Philip came in at the appointed time by the direction of the Spirit, and suddenly Simon was out of business, and the presence of God began to be known. So when the people first looked at the land, they saw this prospect, but they were fearful, and they said, we can't do it. And as was referenced earlier, Caleb and Joshua are the only ones says, let's go. And so, the beauty of it is, is that uh, forty plus forty-five years later, Caleb stands there, and he said, "I want this mountain, this significant place." And God said, as we remember, that this guy is of another spirit. And remember, we studied about that, about what that meant—that you you remember God's promise, you remember what God has said. You remember what God has, has proclaimed over you. Now, with that same term, that another, God said you're not going to worship another god, no other Elohims. You're not going to let the enemy. And this is, this is one of the things we face in Brazil and South America. There are a lot of demonic doctrines. There are a lot of beings that, that are prominently now they're here around here too, but prominently worshipped and, and uh, hearkened to, um, you, you're, you're not going to listen to them. You're not going to listen to their tale of what the past was. You're not going to align with what they say should be. So you don't attribute that another capacity to these demonic beings. That is a factor for us when we go there, or when we go into France, or wherever we go, Eastern Europe, wherever God opens the door next, and that warfare is being engaged now for the directive to go, we have to know that one of the first things we're going to face is another spiritual doctrine. You're going to see enemy forces, doctrines of demons, the Bible says that would be brought forth in these days that will say, no, 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 the scripture isn't true. No, what you say about God isn't true. Let us tell you the real story. And we have to we have to be girded up in the fact that God has said, this is our calling. We represent him. And we're going to do what he says to do. We're not worshiping according to what another fallen Elohim would say. And We have to know that that, that's not just some mythical Old Testament word somewhere that we don't have to listen to today as we're hearing three points to get everything we want from God. No, this this is a reality. And Caleb being of another spirit, God said, was hearkening to what God originally intended and what God is going to fulfill now. And that was the significance of Abram being there in the plains of Mamre, because my goodness, we know the story. You've taught it. You've taught it even in Sunday school. You've preached it yourself. The the promise that God gave Abraham about having children seemed like it was long past, but at that point, God came with the angels and talked about his promise to them, as well as the destruction of demonic holdings. All of that was there at that moment which was Hebron. And so we have to know that that's the case. And if you're really going to be a king, you know, Monica mentioned that David was anointed king there in Hebron. Well, remember that Saul was the first king. And he, God said, had another heart. Same word. He was supposed to be guiding those people toward what he had established as a course of action, the heart of what Israel should have been. God was putting it upon his heart to accomplish that. And in some ways he did, and in other ways he didn't. uh, But but we have a choice. Are we prophets, priests, and kings? Are we what God says we are to be? And, And yes, we say we are. We will commit to that. God give us another heart. God give us another spirit. He already has done that. But recognize that there are influences there that are claiming the same thing for themselves. Not for God, but for the demonic holding places in the high places. And so when when Caleb said, give me this mountain, yes, he was speaking about that area. Joshua had already, you read the scripture earlier in in Joshua, he had already, I don't know how he did it with the group he had to work with, but he had already dispelled the Anakim, the giants, from places except for, I think it was Gath and uh, Gaza and Ashkelon. But, you know, Caleb says, give me this mountain. We're going to the high place. We are, we are repre- you are representing God, not just for Brazil. Those of you who aren't going on the trip, you're going to be here. You're still part of this. You are at the mountain of God. You represent him. You keep the stuff. It is imperative that as David, in some ways, representatively goes out, those who keep the stuff get the same privilege, and it's imperative that you guard over the house. It's imperative that you guard. This is God's end time army. Now, you know, there's, there's, another, there's another factor with this. And that is that God has said he, he's going to be healing the nations. And we've studied about the trees, uh, the trees of life. We've studied about the river. We've studied about how we're to be functioning, and there's more and more revelation that's coming in regard to that. I'll just give you, well, I'm not going to teach on it now, but it's very exciting. It seems like every day God is giving some new meat word, and you just don't have, you don't have the, the opportunity to teach it all. As we're studying about um, how the, the tree bears forth fruit, and how the tree um extends and grows, which is what's supposed to be happening. And so Saints have right to that. They have an exousia in it. That's you. That when when that, according to the Old Testament, when when any tree is going to be bringing forth the, the, the blossom that then becomes the fruit, that's a derivative of of parats. And all the principles of parats, apply to that. So if we're standing in the gap, we're rooted as a tree, our fruitfulness is a breakthrough. And here's another part of that. Uh, when David ministered prophetically, I mean prophetically, that parats was what described what he did. So anybody that just wants to just sing the same old, same old, which is fine, that's great. If you want to say, I'm going to go forward in this, and I'm going to sing about breakthrough, I'm going to reach into a depth that I've not been into or, or break through into a new measure of, of song or sound, that's parats, literally. And, and I think that's, that's just marvelous. But, but for the healing of the nations, we come now finally, on this Mother's Day, to Proverbs 20 we've referenced this before but again this is a, a rhema for us now for Pastor Larry and I, I I'm just gonna go ahead and read verse 29 as well the glory of young men is their strength and the beauty of old men is the gray head that's f- that's for us and Winford I guess for you too Barry I'm not gonna go around I, I'm not gonna say anything some of you would have this glory but you you kind of hide it in other ways Um. <laughs> don't hide your glory. That'd be a good message. So, but here we go. Uh, Verse 30. The blueness of a wound cleanses away evil, and so do stripes the inward parts of the belly. And we've mentioned this before, but the blueness, blueness there is Heber. It's Hebron. It speaks about how the body gathers around a wound, and you see a blueness. This is what we would call a bruise. And we all see it in our bodies from time to time. I'm not wishing it upon any of you right now, but um, if there's a wound, uh, your body will come together. Things will come together to fight against nefarious things, infections, um, measures of, of, of impurity that would try to rise up. Things that have come in, that blueness maybe splinters or some other fragment. That blueness will, will do its best to push it out. And, and if, we're, if we're to be give me this mountain people for the healing of the nations, um, we have to remember that this gathering together is in the, the covering of the glory of God, that deep blue, and as saints, the blue of the saints. And we come together to agree and say, this 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 enemy incursion, this thing that has come as a wounding upon the land and upon the spirit realm, where the enemy has broken through that gap time and again, we're coming together now to see that wound sealed and to see healing within and without. And, and that is Hebron. That's the word, the blueness of the wound when we talk about healing the nations, we have to recognize that we're coming together as saints in the glory of, the God, of, of God. And we're, we're going to believe and see that this word comes, comes true in our very midst, that woundings and difficulties will be healed over and then hopefully brought together to a point of, of perfect health. But the warfare for that is what our intercession and our being present and our coming together is brought to bring healing. And, and I, I think that we need to embrace that. We need to see that this is what happens. You know, I remember, it I just thought just came to me. Um, many, many years ago, uh, before Kelly was married, Katie was in a wreck and she had uh, some scarring on her face. And um, the point is God miraculously saved, preserved her and, you know, she's what she is today, now Zach's wife. But I remember for, for many, I, I remember even, was it even a, a year later, pieces of glass were coming out from her skin. I mean, and, and so there's something about the mechanism of this blueness and this healing that not only brings healing, not only brings cleansing, not only fights against the, what the enemy or the world would try to do, but it will eventually keep purifying and driving out. I don't know how that happens. But but this is, nature proclaims the glory of God, and this is a Hebron word. This is this. Give me this mountain. You are specialists in the kingdom. The time has come. You know, and I was thinking this, you know, I'll end with this. It's for those of you who don't need, you don't even need to go to your watch. It's eight minutes till. Um, And I thought as silly as that was at the wedding the other day that I forgot to have the exchange of the rings, we talked about it. We talked about the colors, we talked about the, st- the, the, st- the, the stone, we talked about the circle, we talked about agape, we talked about mystery, talked about all those things. But the actual exchange of rings, Do you have to do that, really? <laughs> and I, I, I thought, as funny as that was, I wonder if there wasn't some prophetic part of it for all of us that we've talked about these things, we've studied these concepts, we've proclaimed them, we've declared them, we've lived them, we've believed before them, we've put that forth as our declaration. And that wasn't me dreaming up these things. This was Zach and Katie who wanted all of those things brought forth in that public arena and in the spiritual arena. And I applaud that for our kids, that that's what they wanted. And, And so... But the point, though, is, in so many ways, that's us. And now God brings us to this point, and He is, he's giving the seal. He's giving the ring. Now it's time to say, oh, yeah, well, you know, we've just been happy and thrilled with the knowing and with the, the, the point of agreement and the point of engagement before God. And now so it's almost like God saying, hey, okay, this has been wonderful. It's, it's been a glowing point for all of you. But now, here, take the ring. Now, here it is. And we're at that now, here it is time. I really believe that. And I'm not trying to cover up for my old man forgetfulness. Maybe I was overcome in the moment because it really was a special moment. But I think that there's a, there is a, there's a message in that for all of us. I think we're at this point of breakthrough. I think we're at this point like when God came to Abram and says, you know what? You've been believing for this. It's been said all this time. I know it seems like it'll never happen and you've just been happy to be with me. But now it's coming. And I think at some point we may be as those who dreamed. We may even be laughing in the flap of the tent saying, (laughs) wherefore didst thou laugh? God means what he says. That's the, the another spirit. That's what the patience of the apostolic is. You know, we talk about that. That's Ken's favorite verse, that and the two leave gates. Um, but, you know, the point, though, is that we've talked about this and you've embraced it. We've wanted to learn. For me, the walking with God and the partnership and the learning of his, de- of his truths of his word has been precious. It is, it is you know, it's like what David said I love to meditate on the Word. It's like honey to my mouth. It's deep within me. And and I love that. And it's almost that that is so fulfilling. We'll always have that through eternity, won't we? But it's so fulfilling that I've not even looked for the big explosive breakthrough. But it is here. It It is coming, yes. But it is here. And the blueness... Of the wound brings healing. Now the rest of that stripes the inner part of the belly. You know you've you've engaged many stripes. You've engaged that, and um, it, it's it's helped to develop your spirit before God. Because that's the essential thing. If if you don't have your spirit in line, if you don't have another spirit, you can bl- shoot and you can shoot arrows into the air in warfare and blow the shofar at the mountain, but it ain't going to work. You can say grace to the mountain all you want, but until you say grace, grace, I've had this developed within me in an intimate thing. And now when I say it, it's not just words. It's not just a prayer chain, as powerful as that can be, This is felt from the innermost part of my core, and that mountain's got to go, because I know, give me this mountain. This is God, and you have lived this. And now he says, hey, what about the ring? Here, we've got to believe this week that every facet of our agreement, every facet of what God has whispered to you in the night, Every facet of that is coming together. So it's the bluing, the coming together of all God's promises. It's the bluing of the coming together of all the concepts and all the principles that you believe for. It's the bluing of partnership with the ways of God, His glory and His commission as saints. It's the bluing of of saying, yes, it's your timing. I'm coming. People are coming. And do you know that I cannot express to you the excitement that's existed in these churches. I I, I can't express to you how amazing it is. You know, I shared, I didn't share this. I shared a general pneumaticos meat version last Thursday, a few days ago, with, with the pastors down there so that they could teach this today And so that they could agree with all of you and all of the rest of our network in prayer this week. And and I just shared elemental things. It still was meat. But I didn't talk about this bluing of the wound. I didn't talk about this. This is for you. This is the next step forward that God keeps revealing. But they were just speechless. And one by one, these pastors were saying, we've never seen this before. We've preached this before. We've, we've we never knew this was here. They were so excited about it, and and so God is God is bringing all of these things together. And there are people coming from many many places. The bluing of the blueing is coming, and healing is coming, and the glory of the Lord is going to be known. And and that's not just for Brazil, even though this is an important point, but it's for all the other places that God's giving us. But for us, it's that principle, what God said about Caleb. You know, this guy is not like everybody else. He has another spirit. He has another spirit. And I'm going to give it to him. He's going to go. He's going to have this place, this highest established city in all of Palestine. You can look it up. He's going to have this. And another thing is, and I proclaim this over our kids. Remember what we studied about the upper and the nether pools? Caleb's daughter comes and says, Hey, Dad, I want the water supply up here and down here. Remember that from the seminar? We believe that for our children. We believe that for them. And we believe that, that it's not just mom and dad or grandma and grandpa it's the kids, too. Can you believe for that? Oh, yeah, I can believe it, but I don't know what my kids are doing. I don't know what my kids I know that that's what you're saying. Wherefore, didst thou laugh? Wherefore, did God give those kids to you, or didn't he? Did God make a mistake? Is he up there, as you, you know where I'm going with this, scratching his head? Oh, I didn't see this coming. You know, from the foundation of the world, I knew that kid and gave him to a saint, and they were raised. They know. Oh, how did I not see they were just going to screw it up and not do it? You think God's saying that? Listen, if Caleb's daughter can say, I want the water supply in heaven and on earth, we need to believe that. We need to believe that. The bluing of the wound. The blueness of a wound cleanses away evil. Evil. Our coming together is going to be, and it is right now. I mean, this is coming together. But this week, we need to believe for all these things. I ask that you revisit your studies on Hebrew. Monica did a wonderful job this morning already, but You need to get into it for yourself. You know these teachings. Search it in the Scripture, and let's be in agreement. Let's pray this week, and let's pray that those down there who are studying this and praying that God will visit them and that God will give them revelation and that their points of agreement will be such that it will cause the enemy camp to tremble this is what God is doing, and this is the essence, not just for Brazil, not just for Western Europe, but for every other place that God is calling us, and he is calling us. This is the time. These are biblical principles. This is how God does a thing. And as was referenced from Joshua 14, when, well, not Joshua 14, give me this mountain, but when David was made king, all of those tribes came together with all of their giftings, you had Issachar. You had Zebulun. You had all of them. They were all coming. Uh, God is gathering the parts of his spiritual body together, and we need all of them. We need to be in agreement for that as well, that, that we would not have uh, uh, like the, the Black Knight and Monty Python, no arms, no legs. Come on, come on. You know, no, we need, we need to be fully ready. We need to be fully ready. And so let's agree for that. That is the gathering of the blueness, that every part of that would be there. Can we agree for these things? And I just, um, I'm looking forward to this. So that's, that's, uh, that's agreement and we'll look forward to sharing that with you this week, as well as the uh, the weeks to come. And as as the time goes by, there'll be other things that need to be put in place so that we're covered. Uh, toward probably in a couple of weeks, we'll be talking about the different things that the Spirit is saying that need to be done in our home bases as we go and points of agreement in prayer. Then, um, but. I'm just very grateful. Don't forget about the ring. Um, kings are cursings. Because again, and I, I'm, okay, I'm past 12 now. Um, the enemy knows these principles. The enemy is aware of it, which is why this word was also used to describe curses. It was also to use to describe wickedness. And so Another facet of this is that the blueness of the wound cleanses away every dimension of raw. So however there have been curses, God is driving out the curse with blessing. And so let's be in agreement with that this week. So finally, um, Mother's Day. Um, I don't know what some of you are going to be... uh, you may you may or may not have a gathering today but wherever you are welcome the presence of the Lord and see what he's doing there's there's a heightened measure of his anointing upon you I don't know if you realize that there there's a heightened measure of his presence upon you and we may not notice it around each other um, it's like when I see Rose's Grand sons come in here seems like every week they grow another foot not another not another foot another foot in height (laughs) they're regular octopuses by now but you know you see them all the time you know they're getting taller even my granddaughters I, I saw them at the wedding and I thought oh my gosh they're Megan's almost as tall as I am and you know You may not recognize what God is doing in you, but other people recognize it. They really do. So have a bit of confidence in what God has promised, where he's placed you, and what he's laid before you. He is faithful to complete the work that he promised you. Don't settle for any other thing. Let's believe. So I proclaim all the goodness of the Lord over every one of you, over your families, over your households, over the ministry. I ask that the Father would seal all of us with his presence as we're going forward. And uh, everything that God has promised you, he intends to do. Don't let the enemy steal away any of your inheritance. And I speak health, protection, and vitality over you. And I thank God for it and for each of you. Father, on this Mother's Day, we, uh, we thank you for life. And we ask you, Lord, that all, each of us <clears throat> will be able to fulfill what you have created us to fulfill, what you put us on this earth to do. And during this week of prayer, may, may we minister to you exactly as you have required of us. Let us not fail in any area. And Father, we thank you for the privilege of being able to serve you together. But we proclaim over every place that you're directing us that our agreement, our coming together, our accord through your power and through your spirit would be sufficient to welcome the kingdom, to welcome your glory, to welcome your purpose, and that it will drive away every vestige of evil. We love you, Father. And one final thing, for all of those that are going to be traveling today, we speak protection and blessing over all of you. We, we ask favor in your travels, and we thank you for this, Father. We ask it all in Jesus' name, amen. Amen.